Hi everyone, the Complex PTSD guy here. I wanted to share my recent vacation experience and what I learned regarding socializing and staying sober. I'll start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or a psychologist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own experiences. So the title for this episode is called Getting Out of Your Environment, Socializing Through Vacationing. As I mentioned in my last podcast, I traveled to Disney World, Orlando, Florida for the 4th of July weekend. I think I'll post some pictures on my Twitter account from the fireworks and some of the rides that I went on. The reason I mentioned this trip, this vacation, is because one, I had not been on a vacation in probably 20 years, and in all honesty, we all need a vacation about every two to five years if possible. I managed to stay sober the whole time I was away, with the exception of one Bloody Mary drink that I had at a really great restaurant. I realized that abusing alcohol when I'm here at home, it's really a sluggish thing in my life, and I really don't need to engage with it, and being on this vacation made me not want to engage with it. I felt like I was a million miles away from the time I used to drink, which was great. Number four, I I need to make some serious adult decisions in my life, things I've been putting off, and this vacation really helped me to really just move forward with those things. So going on this vacation was a big deal for me. I was putting myself out of my comfort zone for one thing. I'm not used to being around children too often, and I'm not used to being in large crowds either. And surprisingly, I really enjoyed being around both of these groups. It was nice to be around the young parents and see that they have the same struggles that I do when being around kids, and it's really not a big deal. In all honesty, kids can occasionally get on my nerves, and apparently it's the same for their young parents. The socializing aspect was great for me on this trip. When I was in the park, I realized that I really do isolate way too much when I'm at home. It was refreshing being in the Animal Kingdom in Orlando Disney, because it's all tropical like a rainforest. There was mostly a slight misty light rain that day, which was Saturday, while we were there, and it made it really cool and relaxing for a visit. We were really glad we weren't getting sunburnt. Being around animals was extremely therapeutic. They were all African animals. I thought that I was going to like the giraffes the most, but I actually liked the rhinos, and they were huge. The giraffes and rhinos could walk right in the road where your safari truck went through. The little monkeys and otters were therapeutic to watch too. We ate at a really great restaurant called Tiffin's, T-I-F-F-I-N-S. I highly recommend this restaurant, by the way. It's in the Animal Kingdom. That's where I had my one drink of the trip. Uh, it was a Bloody Mary, and it actually gave me a slight buzz. And when I was waiting outside for the group... I went with, it was nice to just kind of feel that buzz and just watch the tourists. So many people from different countries speaking different languages, and for the most part, everyone is just letting off the stress of being in isolation from COVID for so long. You could tell everyone was here to just unwind, and Disney World is a great place to do that. It was also nice to feel like you were really getting out of your own headspace. One great example of this was a dinosaur ride where you're traveling back in time to when an asteroid is about to hit Earth. 
You have to go back in time and then get back to the future before the asteroid hits. Just feeling like you are out of the modern world we live in and knowing that things were just as wild a million years ago is kind of a nice reminder to turn off the sensational news channels that we can tend to be bombarded with today. Even if you're not watching TV, everything pops up on your phone is mostly sensationalism. Find a more peaceful space to put your energy towards rather than the sensational stuff that we see all the time. I'm someone who's been a news junkie for way too many years, really almost since I was in my late teens. And being on this trip showed me how toxic that is. It is really easy to fall into that news trap. Like, just go out and get a life is what I need to put more of my energy to. The second day we were in Disney was on Sunday the 4th of July. People were really sporting the stars and stripes, I must say. I was able to visit one of my favorite rides, which is the Haunted Mansion. When I was on the ride, I realized why I like it so much, as I did 30 years ago. There are a lot of historical objects throughout the mansion, and I studied history in college, and I am a sucker for the Victorian era, and I'm also a sucker for ghosts and spirits. So it's no wonder I I like this ride so much when I was there 30 years ago. The food, overall, was fantastic, as was the weather. The night of the 4th of July was really beautiful, and again, we lucked out. There was no drizzle that night, just clear skies for the fireworks. At first, we weren't sure if we would make the fireworks, but we had dinner reservations at a restaurant in a hotel called The Contemporary. The restaurant inside was called The Wave. Our waiter, who was phenomenal, told us that if we go to the fourth floor of the hotel and go out to the balcony, we can watch the fireworks from there. The hotel is really close to the Magic Kingdom. There were little shops inside the hotel, and the monorail travels right through the building by the shops. The monorail goes down into the Magic Kingdom, and then it goes back to other hotels. We walked out to the balcony, but we saw it was already filled with people, so we went to a walkway right by the balcony that stretches from the shops to the hotel rooms. It's an outdoor open-air walkway on the fourth floor, so we we were able to feel the slight breeze in the wind that night. On the walkway, we were able to beat the crowds, and by the time the fireworks started, there were hundreds of people on the walkway. I'm going to post the image from the hotel walkway on my Twitter account. It's a really pretty image. We left before the fireworks ended and we beat the traffic jam. The reason I mention this vacation is I think it's a necessity for everyone to get a vacation in regularly and not wait 20 years like I did. We all need to get out of our spaces occasionally. I don't know that I will fly anytime soon, but I might try to get down to New Orleans in a few years and go on a cruise from there. I heard it's only a 12-hour drive to New Orleans from where I live, and the cruise really isn't that expensive. The cruises aren't really too bad, and you get to visit other countries in the Gulf of Mexico. I won't go into our recent flight experience, but like I said in the last podcast, I'm not a fan of the airports and the crowding on of people on the airplanes. I'll just say that we had some delays, but that's all I'm gonna go into. 
For the most part, the trip was great and it really helped give me a different and outside look on some changes I need to make in my personal life here at home. I need to make it more secure and more refreshing and I need to really socialize in some way more often. For example, I have thought of volunteering at the local hospital in some way. One other little point I want to mention, just a personal note. While I was on some of the rides, I noticed that most of my favorite characters in the Disney movies are the villains. I bought some pens in the shop where the monorail went through, and the pens featured Disney villains on them. I think most of the great Disney movies would be really boring without the villain. Like in life, if you don't learn from your mistakes or your low points in life, you can't get to the bright side of things. The villain or the low point is central to this learning lesson. There wouldn't be a hero without a villain, in my opinion. I hope you will all think about what type of vacation you could incorporate into your own lives. If you ever think of doing a Disney trip in Disney World Florida, it was roughly about $800 for a three-night hotel stay on-site, plus that includes your Disney Pass in that $800. We stayed in the Art of Animation location, and we were in the Lion King Hotel. For food and souvenirs for the two days and food at the airport, it was roughly $500 to $600 with tip included. Um, you'll also need to make your restaurant reservations ahead of time in Disney World, and it's worth it if you get a fast pass to get onto the rides faster. I also had to plan in the amount of work time I would miss and have that savings ahead of time in my bank account. So in all, it's roughly a $2,000 investment, but it's an investment well worth it. Because like I said, it's helped me tremendously. I hope to go back in maybe a year or two, probably for their Halloween celebration, since that's my favorite holiday. Anyway, this is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.